Welcome to episode number 35 of the T-Spin Podcast, the only weekly discussion podcast created for and by lovers of all things tea. As you know, I am Daryl, the resident Tetris addict, and with me this week, our favorite tea drinker, Kevin. What kind of tea are you having lately? <laughs> you know what? I gotta tell you, there is a new kombucha flavor that I just had not too long ago. It is vanilla oak, and it is mm. awesome. As awesome as the accent, and it's that just amazing. sounds yeah. fantastic, and we will absolutely dive real deep into that uh, later on in this episode. Uh, I hope so. Also, you know, look forward to our, we're finally getting around to reviewing Earl Grey, so that's going to be pretty cool. Hey, that, uh, that's nice flavor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a it's a definite eight out of ten for me. But uh, also with us this week is our resident professional golfer, Sergio. Have you been hitting the tees lately? <laughs> Uh, looking forward to it, actually, on hopefully, man, Mario Golf on the Switch. That'll be amazing. Mm. There you go. What's your, what's your handicap lately? It's like a, it's like a negative 15, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Obviously I'm, I'm kidding. We are the Nintendo Jump Podcast. It is the week of February 18th. Everything we just said, I don't know, it's actually kind of true, but more importantly, <laughs> Kevin, what are we talking about today? Well, Shout out to kombucha. It, what I drank was true. With, with that being said, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get serious right now. We have a discussion about the games we've been playing, mm-hmm. and some listener mail. Very simple. Let's get to it. Daryl, what is one game out of your bunch of games that you've been playing recently? Yeah. Yeah, so as I was as I was planning for this episode, I wrote down six, and I'm oh, like, oh, dang, <laughs> that's hmm, that's not good. Mm. But I'm gonna start with one that uh, you're actually gonna be happy about. I'm gonna start with Final Fantasy Nine. Oh, <gasps> awesome! Yeah. So <laughs> as I mentioned in last episode, I was not lying. I did I did buy it right after the direct. I thought about it briefly, and then I was like, yeah, <laughs> for mm. sure. Um, you, you thought about it for nine seconds. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Great time. And so I I picked it up, and I gotta say, I'm I'm only probably about four or five hours into it. So obviously, Mm. I'm kind of scratching the surface at this point. Uh, But it, I I gotta say, it feels nice to play an RPG that like starts out honestly with a bang. Like it's, Mm -hmm. I I found it like surprisingly funny and charming. Uh, The way it kind of starts out, and it it kind of shifts your focus between multiple of the the main characters starting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved that. And and I really liked how they've kind of set the story thus far. Like the character's motivations are uh, as of right now, fairly simple. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how deep this is going to get, but honestly, I, I, I it's really compelling to me. And this is something that, you know, I did pick up uh, tales of Vesperia and, I've played a few other RPGs here and there, and this is uh, notably Battle Chasers Night War was among them too. This is something that mm. I've been kind of lacking with RPGs lately in that they just start so slow. And I understand that that's kind of a, a concept in the the genre, right? But I'm also kind of spoiled in terms of, you know, I am I grew up with Final Fantasy IV, which literally starts out with... a an attack in, on, on the, the mage city. And then uh, you're traveling through caves with your best friend to go uh, unknowingly plant a bomb in another town. Like, it, you know, it starts out really, really strong. Mm-hmm. So I, I find lately, I just don't have that much patience for games that I I'm like, what, are, 
what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like what's <laughs> what's the point of that? Okay, uh, you know, five hours in and I'm fetching things for people. Oh, okay, you know, I'm. It's it's a little bit slow to me. I'm really really on the fence about uh, Tales of Vesperia. Unfortunately, I'm considering trying to just like force my way through it. But I was wondering, you know, is is this just how RPGs are to me now? And Honestly, picking up Final Fantasy has kind of changed my mind on that because, like I said, it started out, I keep wanting to play more of it, and that's an excellent sign. You know, I would think that more RPGs would follow that sort of, you know, start off with a bang type of formula because Final Fantasies overall have been very consistent with that sort of initial impression. And and I think that's what really drove me in when I first started playing Final Fantasy IX a long time ago. And... Like it still holds up to this day, and I'm really happy to hear that you you've been enjoying it. Uh, and with that being said, what is who's who is like your who's the most impressionable character so far? Even though you've only played four or five hours, like which character just sticks out to you? Like wow, like that is dope. So honestly, I mean, yeah, I'm way too early. I uh, early on in the game, I really like Steiner. I really, mm. really do because he's hilarious. <laughs> uh, also, I. I do like Garnet. Uh, I snapped a couple pictures of of the scenes where she's literally asking Zidane to uh, kidnap her. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I don't know. That was like surprisingly poignant to me for a little bit. You know, she is this princess who's trying to escape her life uh, or her her role, I guess. And uh, Zidane and his companions are uh, honestly, I guess, thieves, and they were trying to kidnap her anyway. And then they run into each other and. She wants to leave, so that that was just an interesting <laughs> little segment. <laughs> and then Steiner is is running around trying to stop everything from happening and just being hilarious in the process. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it is it's it's hard for me to really say exactly where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far, there's not really a character that I don't like. Uh, I'll say, and, okay. and that's that's refreshing. <laughs> and like going back to the the RPG thing, I actually had that a little bit with um, Xenoblade as well, mm. and and. Uh, Xenoblade 1 and 2. 1, I actually never finished because of it, just because, you know, I always get to around the knee section. I get to, you know, Gower Plains and a, a little ways past that, and then I stop. I go play something else. I never go back to it. Uh, Chrono Trigger, I had that same type problem with. Uh, Xenoblade 2, I actually had that same type problem right around the time that you get to uh, Uriah. Uh, that section really bogged down for me, but I kind of pushed through it. And man, I'm glad I did. I loved that game. <laughs> but. I don't know. It's, it's it's a it's a common problem, and I really wish uh, more companies would kind of take the model of let's start this out with a cool segment, uh, because as as is, it's it, I don't know. A lot of these games are just really hard to get into. Yeah, and you know, I think us as gamers, um, especially as we get older, we we even approach RPGs that way. We know they're gonna be slow starters, and we know it's it's like a commitment. It's gonna take a long time for us to really get into the game and to eventually complete it and even with that mindset we approaching the game with that mindset and if it's still slow you know something something can be done and i think like kevin said some developers are taking that into account and and implementing you know better starting to the game or just grabbing you with a bank with, with the mechanics you know for final fantasy 9 i'm really torn i remember mm. it not being my favorite of Seven, eight, nine, and four. Nine is my least favorite. Here's the thing, though. I cannot tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that tells me that I got to play it again. And 
I wouldn't mind. I'm, I'm thinking about it, actually. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I missed out on every Final Fantasy after 6. So I have not... I've, all of the ones coming to Switch, uh, save Crystal Chronicles, which is kind of a very different game, uh, to the point that I, I mostly neglect it when I'm talking about Final Fantasies. Uh, right. <laughs> I haven't played any of them, and... So, you know, obviously the the hype one is is 7 initially and I I will probably play it at some point, but I'm also really not feeling the hype for that one. It might just be, you know, it's I've heard so much about the game at this point, you know, it's it's just one of those like really really over over talked about games, but 9 was the one on that list that I was you know, they announced it, they showed it off and I was like, "Hey, I've heard about this game and it looks awesome." So, this was probably my my most exciting game, and hmm. it, it was kind of cool that they this was the free drop. I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, and I think with Final Fantasy VII, I could see why you weren't as hyped about that game as opposed to Final Fantasy IX. I mean, there's there are some points of Final Fantasy VII where it is a bit overhyped. At the same time, like you can't deny the 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 stylized characters, you know, and just. The, the whole steampunk, well, not even steampunk, but it's more just, it just feels like when it first came out in 97, it was just like, wow, like, it's like the modern times, you know, with all these, like, these te- this technology and, you know, and these buildings and just the way everything was stylized. And it just felt like, wow, we're, this is like a present day Final Fantasy type of game. And I think maybe some of that hype got a bit too much. I might be reaching here, but, but with Final Fantasy 9, I think that. Maybe the steampunk sort of setting really appealed to you, and as as for me as well. And with Final Fantasy four, five, and six, it 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 had that steampunk, you know, relation. And so maybe that's and and I don't know if that's the reason why you are hyped or hyped for Final Fantasy nine, but hmm. at least for uh, me that that was why. Well, I mean, I like nine because it's an obvious throwback to the older ones. Like, exactly. Right. That's- it it is obviously this is trying to be Final Fantasy and I I legitimately like the series. I have a positive opinion on what Final Fantasy actually is. So mm-hmm. the fact that this is leaning real hard into it like Garnet is trying to escape while dressed as a white mage mm-hmm. <laughs> from like Final Fantasy 1 and I I see that and I'm like okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is legit and you know you hear things like the creator says this is his final, favorite Final Fantasy. Exactly. Uh, I can see why, and I can see that that's in there. You know, the even the battle theme is kind of a riff on the classic battle theme and such. It's, I don't know. It's cool. I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm, I'll 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 leave, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> that's good. I I can't wait for you to play more of the game, man. It's gonna get even better, and I'm excited for you on that. Uh, and you know, the music is just something else. You know, Nobuo Uematsu never ceases to amaze. I mean, just even from the get go. And later on, you'll you hear this one tune called "Crossing Those Hills." Oh my goodness! It is like one of the best overworld themes I've ever heard in my life. I, I hands down it. It, it it's ah, it, it's eerie. It's mysterious, but it makes you feel good, like like a forest. Like I don't know. Like there's I, I compare it to something like Chrono Trigger's "Secret of the F- Secret Force." Ah, "Secret of the Forest." I hope that's the right name. If it's not, I apologize. But I think it is. It just it just had that same that same aura, and you're when you hear that tune, you will know what I'm talking about. So yeah. I'm excited for you in that. So that's probably a good uh, transition to talk about. You know, this is the standard port of Final Fantasy IX, which apparently does come with a few bugs. 
mm-hmm. most notably the music restarts after battles as opposed to just continuing yeah. like it did in the original game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see why that would annoy the heck out of somebody who had played the original, but honestly, as somebody who is new to this, I do not notice it. It right. doesn't bother <laughs> me. I'm actually used to that, so I... If, if you hadn't told me that, I wouldn't have noticed it. So oh. no, bi- no big deal for me. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah, because I, I just wanted to give y'all a heads up. You know, I posted on the Discord with some of some of that just just to make sure that everyone knows. And I think, but I'm glad that, you know, you're, despite those bugs, you're still enjoying the game quite nicely. So, you know, man, all this talk is making me want to buy it again. I can't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> oh, it's... It is a classic, and you know it, it. It definitely has that charm that still still exists today. Like even from because like, it was made like in the year two thousand. So I mean, like man, nineteen years. Holy sh! Holy shoot! Like <laughs> visually, it holds up more than other games around that time frame. For oh, particularly, for sure. Final Fantasy VII looks a little silly at this point. Yes. Uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy IX it artistically just it. it it doesn't look like Wind Waker, but it has more of a Wind Waker type artistic style, mm-hmm. which turns out holds up really well over the years. So, mm. uh, you know, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, some of the textures in here and there are pretty muddy, and you know, you kind of expect that from a, a PS One game. But mm. uh, overall, I'm I'm pleased with it. Cool, good stuff. All right, well, I would like to talk about one game that I've been playing, and it was something that. I alluded to from last podcast episode was a game that y'all, you two, knew what I was playing, but not everyone else. So that game is Ryzen Chase Turbo. Mm-mm-mm. It is a arcade racing video game developed and published by Brazilian team Aquarius. Uh, and I'm, I apologize if I butcher name or Aquarius Aquarius Game Studio. So originally it came out in 2015 on both Android and iOS. And as Horizon Chase World Tour, and then in 2018, they revamped it to call it Horizon Chase Turbo. It's an awesome racing game. And, and you know, for me, I love the games like OutRun and Cruisin', the Cruisin' series, like Cruisin' USA. Nice. And just those classics really got me going. And even Ridge Racer. I mean, even though... Ridge, Ridge Racer! Racer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Shout out to the Ridge, and it's <laughs> even though it's it's not exactly like Ridge Racer, it it does have that same spirit. Um, even Speed Racer too. I you know these these racing games. Speed that... Racer. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Speed Racer. You know it's these sort of games. I just remember playing in arcades where I just want to be able to get you know first place all the time, make a perfect run. You know just you know not slide into anything dangerous or any obstacles like just stay on the road dodge cars <laughs> left and right felt like a baller i mean hell yeah it was so this game is awesome because it like i said it harkens back to those old school arc, arcade racing games mm. and you, you know like and it's a world, world tour so you start in california and there's like you know some courses in there like san francisco and los angeles and then then you get to go to Chile and then Brazil and then South Africa. And that's where I am right now. So I'm about 21% complete with the game. Wow. And yeah, so it's it. – I've been playing it for about 
three, four hours now, and I, I love it so far, even though there's no real-time online multiplayer, unfortunately. That is a drawback to this game, although they do have something called Playgrounds, which is, or excuse me, Playground. It is pretty much a rotative com competition that presents five new different races each time you play, and you pretty much can set the re like just your best record, there's a leaderboard for both your friends and global, and you know it could be whether you're trying to race against others with unlimited nitro, or you're just trying to, or like time attack. And hmm. so I'm gonna just take a step back right now, give a little premise of the game. So when you start off a race, you know you're you're going against 19 other cars in the same race, and the laps could be it could differ between three to five laps. Uh, the track itself could be windy there's hairpin turns there's all the excuse me hairpins and just it and although there's no drifting you know you can turn just enough to keep yourself on the track you just have to dodge cars it, it is the difficulty does pace very well honestly and so far i've been having a great time with it although there were you know a few times where i had to restart in the middle of the the race because I want to get a perfect score. Perfect score meaning that <laughs> I want to get first place. I want to get all the blue coins because all the blue coins will give you <laughs> bonus points that convert to gold coins, and these gold coins allow you to earn new cars. And, <laughs> we should you know, we Mario Sunshine now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we yeah. Shout out to the sunshine, and it's it is just if you want to be the person to get the high score to get all the cars and to just you know be able to really go through all these tracks with as as perfect as you can this is a game for you it's not as stressful as you might think the the difficulty is paced very well so you're, you're going to have a good time and you get to you know you you get to show off your stuff i mean just by yourself i mean if you're just you know practicing <laughs> I, I don't know where i was going with that but no, no it, it it's a it's an interesting feeling like i just feel like i'm as as I keep playing with the game, you know, I, I feel like I'm learning more about when to use the nitro, you know, because in in real life racing, you want to accelerate out of the turn. And so there are times where I would use the nitro while I'm turning and still keeping that keeping that nice turn into the curve and being able to, you know, just keep going and accelerate out of the turn and pass all these cars and get first place. I mean that's it is there's a very nice feeling with this game and the graphics very polygonal, uh, you know, and it just looks stunning. Um, I typically play it with in tabletop mode, sometimes in docked, but usually tabletop mode, mm. and a bit of handheld. So overall, like, I can't ask for more other than I'm wishing there was a real time online multiplayer mode. But there is split screen multiplayer, so that is a oh nice good thing to have, and you can you know bring it over with your friends and. You know, do a couch race and all that. So, um, yeah, that's that's the game. Horizon Chase Turbo. You know, cool name, cool game, cool tracks, cool cars. A lot of cool in this game. You know, shout to the cool. I like the the art style a lot. It's it's very stylized, kind of extremely colorful, and I, I like the way it looks. So when you started mentioning, it, I hadn't heard of it, uh, mm -hmm. which was <laughs> my bad, uh, but. I looked up reviews and such. It's really highly reviewed. Like you are not yes. alone in in uh, hyping this game for sure. Like a lot of people really like it, 
and you know there was there was a time that Ridge Racer was Ridge Racer was um <laughs> yeah kind of coming out like every year <laughs> like there were right, a ton yeah. of them I remember <laughs> that was one of my early titles for the DS I think was the last mm-hmm. one I played uh so I mean you you kind of couldn't throw a rock without hitting a, a Ridge Racer game but uh <laughs> at this point it's been a little bit like you know I think I think there's definitely space in the market for kind of an arcadey type racer it's nice to see Absolutely, and you know, just as you mentioned, like the presentation of this game is just very solid, and I think the music itself as well, like it just gets you upbeat. Now, for me, typically I don't like to listen to a whole lot of upbeat music on my free time, but you know, not not a whole lot. <laughs> only yeah, downers a, here. Only okay, hold on. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, shout out to mellow music. Okay, I I I love listening to more chill mellow music. 65 percent of the time i don't know why i said that number but okay okay 67 percent actually yeah okay fine you know uh i can't do math two-thirds two-thirds of the time i uh like to listen to you know chill music like atmospheric hip-hop and all that which we can get into sometime later in the discord but um <laughs> but okay so the uh, the music here it's decently upbeat it gets you going i feel engaged and it just makes you want to race more, and I think it's a very solid game. I right now, given the four, three to four hours I've been playing, it's a solid eight point five out of ten for me so far. So far, so I, <laughs> nice. I like it a lot, and I like the fact that it's a world tour kind of thing. I get to see different, you know, sort of atmospheres and environments in different cities, you know, with the stylized graphics and all that. So it's a good pickup. For twenty dollars too, not too bad. I would pick it up if I were you. <laughs> well, I mean, to be to be honest, it'll be kind of on my list too. Just uh, you know, just to kind of keep my eye on if it goes on sale or something, I, I would definitely pick it up. As I did mention, I I just listed six games that I've been playing, so uh, probably not on the immediate term, but it does definitely look intriguing. For sure, good stuff, man. Okay, well, Sergio, what games have you been playing as of late? <laughs> As of late, other than Rocket League, there is actually one more game this week, which is pretty surprising even for me. <laughs> oh, oh, what? what so I've been playing a good amount of Tetris 99. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very good. And this is the reason I only have four hours in Final Fantasy 9. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Daryl, I believe you got first place a couple of times, right? Probably a I bunch have, of times by now. I have four of them now. Nice. I'm rather happy about that, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> awesome. No, that's, that's great. I mean, like, how do you do you do the T spins and all that? Like, what is your strategy um, in, in Tetris ninety nine? Or I, mean, I guess it, we can, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty complicated. I I drop pieces and I try to clear lines and mm. I just try to keep up with that before you know the pieces drop too fast that I can't clear lines anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so that's how you play. So that's that's Dang. the way. <laughs> no. I've been playing all wrong. Then. <laughs> no, typically I am. Uh, this game has made me actually look up like actual Tetris strategies, and, and uh, I I haven't bent my mind around that yet. My strategy has always been, you know, the one block on the right side, and you're just building up your uh, your fortress on <laughs> on the rest of the field, and then every time I get a, a long block, drop a Tetris, and right. then mm-hmm. from time to time I can run some combos off, but it's not. 
<laughs> I am not, you know, despite this being the T-Spin podcast, I am not much of a T-Spinner. <laughs> I am not really much of a combo player. I'm trying to get better at that. Um, I'm sure there's people out there who could teach me. Uh, but I don't know. I love it. So, Sergio, obviously, this is your game. Uh, what do you think about it? <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. And you, you know, the, honestly, the reason I play it is because I can play it listening to my own music and still mm. do okay. Oh, no. So, the the best place I got in is tenth place. But yeah, that's not bad. I wanna keep, yeah, I want to keep going. You yeah. know, I hadn't played Tetris since uh, the Puyo Puyo and Tetris combo that came out on the Switch on launch. So mm-hmm. it's been a while. I'm, pretty happy with 10th place but yeah i definitely want to keep going i want to i want to see if i'm gonna start learning about the t-spins but it looks so complicated and so time consuming that it's gonna take me a whole match to try to do one and then i'll lose <laughs> well it's like uh, even even playing like i've been trying like there's a there's a four wide strategy that you you leave a gap of four blocks and and apparently that helps you with combos and such I mm-hmm. kind of get it, but trying to set up for that just like takes me all match, and then by that point, I just get drowned in garbage. I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> I, I like 60th place. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm kind of the same where, you know, I'm just going to build up the fortress on the left or right and, <clears throat> excuse me, and just be able to get ready for the Tetrises or the four line clears and, you know, be able mm-hmm. to get those as fast as possible and, Try to direct it to someone who's about to lose in the in the other ninety nine or whatever whoever's remaining. So <laughs> that's usually my strategy, and you know, just trying to be as fast as possible because you know this is a game about speed and accuracy. You gotta do both well, and you know it's hard to get number one. I mean, you gotta be pretty much near perfect at times. A little luck is involved, but at the same time, man, I, I think it's it's a pretty awesome game that is free. Uh, well, granted that you have Nintendo Switch Online, and yeah, I it I remember that day I played. I played for like three hours straight. I was like, man, I, I got to get number one. Oh, so close, <laughs> dude! Though. I'm I'm sitting at ten hours in this game, and I'm just I'm like, oh man, like this is this is starting to actually become more than just kind of a sidetrack like this might be my favorite <laughs> battle royale game now and mm. it it probably is and it's definitely suffering from that just one more game feeling because yes. you're like oh right. man i just got sixth but i could have gotten first you know and you start it over again <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous <laughs> like one thing i do really like and sergio it, <laughs> I, I would I would recommend listening to the in-game audio from time to time because once it hits top ten, uh, the amount of stress that this game can apply with like the, the pumping the beats a little bit and mm-hmm. making the pieces drop really fast, like it actually like the top ten music is literally "Fly to the Mumblebee." Like <laughs> that one, uh, it's a remix of that. While you're dropping pieces at a extremely alarming rate, it's yes. it's. Intense! Oh my god! Amazing! I and I. It's this is one of those games that I've been recommending to people who I know have um, Switch and and the online service, but are kind of more the old school gamers. Just because every everybody who's played games for a little bit knows what Tetris is, kind of knows how to play Tetris. And uh, I've seen some tweets lately that made me laugh. That it kind of feels like there have been people who have been training for this game their entire life. Like <laughs> you've got like gamer mom 42 is like wrecking people on Tetris now. So Whoa. It's, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's, 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 
of all the things, like Nintendo was talking a lot about, um, we we want to come up with new ways to you know incentivize the online service and such. And uh, if if this is what they came up with in some boardroom or something like that, the future looks really bright to me. Yes, I, like <laughs> this is just like. I was mentioning, I was kind of talking about it, and, and when I talk about this game, I kind of get in this um, almost sarcastic uh, voice and such, and I kind of realize that, but none of this is sarcasm. I think this game is hilarious. I think it's really funny, uh, because <laughs> you're like, some games you go along and you get really far and you do really well and such, and then you'll start another game and like you know 12 people will target yes. you, and you'll have like a full screen of garbage in about 30 seconds, and you're like, oh. Oh my goodness! That is okay. Like... <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, fine. You know, it, it's just I, I love it. I, I really, really enjoy this game. Like unironically, I really like it. Yeah, definitely. It's so it's a lot of fun, very addictive, and that's how it is now. We know that it's getting additional modes. I believe there's even one that's gonna allow people to play with their friends together. So oh, that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be awesome. a ton of fun. Yeah, that Team is literally battle. gonna be a game changer. For me, if, if you can if you can just kind of start a match and then have your friends like join in, even if you can add randoms or or, or whatever, but if you can actually right. do like Tetris against uh, as many people as are around, that would be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to figure everybody who has a Switch and the online service will have this game, so it's yes. one of those that there will be a lot of people who have the ability to play. So especially on things like our Discord and such, this is going to be a lot of fun if that actually does drop in the near future. <laughs> I, th- I think i'm done with that one unless anybody has anything else uh, it, it it may be sitting at my game of the year right now it very Whoa, well maybe that, wow. that is a bold <laughs> statement i mean it it's a very addicting game and i it they did a good job just constructing the whole battle royale theme so um man did not expect that during the direct i mean it was like whew, nope. yeah well and even when they showed it i was like oh that looks stupid that cool you know i'll download that now i had no idea how much fun this was gonna be it really is it's it's more fun than i expected it to be which is nice it's it was it was a very pleasant surprise coming out of that direct for sure well all of us have played tetris 99 and daryl i know you have some games that you want to talk about but what is i'm gonna ask you this what is one game that you you know you just Wanted to get into and want to play more, but because of Final Fantasy IX, you're like, oh gosh, I gotta play Final Fantasy IX. But then maybe later on you'll play this game more. Uh, what is that game out of your six? That's a that's a very specific question. There. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, Tetris is all consuming right now. I actually yeah. started um I started playing Guacamelee Two, which is awesome. Ooh. It, it's it's really good. I did not get far enough to really talk about it, so I'm gonna. Uh, kind of skip that one but that would okay. definitely be the game that kind of fulfills that criteria that i started playing it a couple days before the direct uh got a little bit into the game and then the direct hit and uh, t- tetris has <laughs> taken me uh, <laughs> but uh, there is there is one more game uh i'll save the rest for later there's one more game i actually do want to talk about because i mentioned it on the show before uh and that is dragon marked for death so i Ooh. did end up picking it up kind of like i i hinted i was planning on in the, in the last episode i was uh a little vocal about being disappointed that you know Wargroove kind of stole its thunder a little bit mm-hmm. and having played it now i'm even like more disappointed by that because this game is awesome and uh i it got extremely mixed reviews and i am not too 
the point of having beaten it or anything like that. And I, I, I can kind of see it, but I have had nothing but fun with this game. And just a couple recommendations. So Dragon Mark for Death is, is made by NT Creates, who made the Mega Man Zero games, uh, Azure Striker, Gunvolt, a bunch of really good games. Uh, and it definitely plays like one of those. It Specifically, it plays very much like a Mega Man Zero game, uh, albeit with Monster Hunter-style uh, missions, gear upgrades, that kind of thing. The actual mm. gameplay loop is very much Monster Hunter, uh, which I, I didn't really know the extent of getting into it, but it's really well done, uh, and, and it, it feels pretty familiar there. Uh, the reason I'm saying all this, so the game kind of plays like Mega Man Zero, uh, but it's very, very... Uh, balanced and focused and kind of designed with respect to multiplayer. So this is Mm. very much intended to be a multiplayer game. And that with that in mind, I have not played it single player. And I know people who have, who are kind of lukewarm on the game and and actually actively don't like it. The people who are kind of running it single player only. Uh, So I'm thinking that is a big takeaway is that if you want to play this game as a single player only game, maybe not the best fit. Uh, but you know, there's a few people in our discord who actually picked it up as well. And I've been playing with all of them. Shout outs to dragon GI jello swaddle and uh, Sonic King. Uh, and every time I have played multiplayer with the exception of one time that we were having some weird connection issues, it has been a blast, like an absolute blast. Some of the most fun I've had this year. Uh, seriously. So, I kind of wanted to just touch on that a little bit and just say I did end up picking up the game. Definitely would recommend it if you do have um, some multiplayer. Uh, I I would personally recommend there's two different packs, and each pack comes with two characters. One comes with the warrior and the empress. Uh, The other one comes with the shinobi and the witch. Uh, Very specifically, the empress kind of feels and plays like Zero from the Mega Man Zero games, like really, (laughs) really similar. So that's the one I kind of recommend to people if you're going to give the game a shot. You know, she feels pretty familiar. Um, But each pack is 15 bucks. I would recommend grabbing one pack, playing with people, see if you like it. It's a fairly low price commitment there uh, for what I think has been a really fun time at the moment. So I think that's what I'll say on that one. Nice. You know, I'm curious. So you mentioned that this is mostly, well, it's basically better in multiplayer. And I'm wondering if it's because it's more like Monster Hunter instead of Mega Man X. Because, you know, those Mega Man games are mostly for single players. So there's really not a lot of platforming here. Uh, There's a surprising amount, to be honest. Uh, So specifically, the Shinobi has the ability to do like double jumps and glides and wall climbs and things like that. Uh, the Empress cool. has a grapple hook, uh, kind of similar to Bionic Commando a little bit, a little bit, uh, but no wall climb, no double jump, that kind of thing. Uh, and then the witch has her own little movement things and the, <laughs> the poor warrior pretty much just has a jump. Uh, but <laughs> what you find is that the levels are laid out to kind of smartly separate the players. Like they don't have to stay in the same area with each other. Mm. So... Like if you get somebody who's kind of like minded with you, and you can you can kind of just blaze through the stages and like take these branching paths, take the paths that make more sense for your character. You're actively looking for treasure as you go. So and when one person finds a treasure, everybody gets it. So that's kind of nice. Nice, uh, awesome. So what what I, what I found really interesting was that you know I was playing with 
a couple people just in in um you know just the two of us playing a, a mission and we would take different paths and then like the paths would converge and and you would kind of have this like you're playing you're obviously playing together but you're doing your own thing but then you'll come together and beat up this guy and then go do your own thing again and hmm. to me that <laughs> that loop is just really interesting like it's really cool to be in the same plane helping each other but also kind of having your own little adventures in here but then meeting back for the boss and and things like that I I don't have many bad things to say about it. I really don't. Uh, the main reason I could see it being a little bit more frustrating in single players is that a lot of the enemies are really damage spongy. Like, they Ooh. take a lot of hits and stuff. And some of the character movements are really slow. Like, if you were to try to solo this game as um, the warrior, his attacks are <laughs> super slow. So that would be a little bit painful. But he's also the guy who has a shield that heals the party, right? So... It, it, it's a trade-off. I think it's definitely meant to be a party multiplayer game, so that's exactly how I've been playing it, and I, I've, I've been extremely happy with it, personally. You know, I think with a single player, maybe they can add... A suggestion would be for me would be, like, maybe they can add some sort of AI, like a AI that can help hmm. uh, your character. Uh, I'm trying to think of games that have done that well in the past. I can't think of one right now, but... Um, except... I, I, I can't think of one crappy game that wasn't as good it was an <laughs> x-men game on nes and i mean when you had that um when you had cyclops as your your companion as an ai i mean he was just terrible <laughs> he just kept shooting one way and he just, you're just not able to progress through the level it's like holy shoot why is this even a thing and so maybe they could do something like that for single player i don't know not not in the same well, with that description yes yeah, sign me <laughs> <Yeah>. up <laughs> Actually, you know what? Let's just get the license. Let's put Cyclops in there. That'd be fun. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Shout to X Men. But you know, and how's the story, the lore in in Mark for Death? Like, is it the lore yourself- is fantastic? The story, mm-hmm. I don't know yet. Uh, oh, okay. Because all of the missions are kind of like, uh, kind of isolated a little bit. Like you are going on a mission to exterminate this, or to go find this treasure, or to do X Y Z, whatever. Um, but the lore is that basically you're this shunned group of people who are kind of linked to the dragon and you can kind of use his powers. That's why they all have like special abilities and such. And Mm. I think that that's actually, it's fairly dark. It's pretty deep. Um, and I think it ties in pretty well to what I've played so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, as far as actual story, eh, I don't know. We'll find, we'll find out. (laughs) That's cool. I mean, yeah, it seems like, pretty solid game for multiplayer and oh man i dang dragon's mark for death i mean it does it did you buy both packs or no 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 i got i i was testing it out with the warrior and the empress i have continually thought about getting the other pack but i just haven't yet Mm. regardless of which pack you get you still play the same sort of levels is that right or is okay cool yeah (laughs) and just every character has their own weapon progression and such like that but it's it's pretty simple in that like there's really for the most part, there's really not. You don't like learn new moves or, or things as you go. You just upgrade your equipment and keep kind of doing the same okay. thing. So I can see it being a little repetitive. Repetitive, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, again, kind of leaning in the, into that Monster Hunter thing. You know, Monster Hunter is slightly repetitive right. as right. it is. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it just there, there's definitely a time and place for that kind of game too. So, right. It looks pretty awesome. It seems that the game kind of went under the radar while it was, you know, on its way. Then it got talked about again, came out pretty soon thereafter, and 
now it's out and yeah it looks pretty fun Hmm. yeah i mean you could definitely spend 15 bucks worse i think you know as a single player experience you know you probably would prioritize something like hollow knight or undertale over it um but other than that, I mean, for ten, for fifteen bucks, that's pretty cheap to get in on a, a game that you might be able to play online with people and have some fun. No, that's good. That's a good price point, actually, especially for this this type of game. And yeah, um, I gonna grow that backlog again, <laughs> <laughs> or, or my wish list. But anyway, um, cool. Well, those are the games that we've been playing, and now we're gonna get into our. Mr. Mill, yeah, so yeah. we got some questions. Yeah, oh, yeah, we got some questions coming your way. I'm going to start off with one. I know Daryl will like this one. It's from his wife, so shout out to Bexilla. I'm going to ask you, Daryl. So what is the first game you remember playing on a home console? Do you think this game has had a huge impact on you as a gamer? So, yeah, this this question, I've, I, <laughs> I had some time to think about this. Um I'm having trouble remembering what exactly the first game was because, again, um, my dad had an NES. We had a ton of games, and they're all kind of melded together a little bit. Mm. Um, but I got to say, the ones that I think of when I am thinking there, all ha- they have really fond memories. And I'm going to go back to a conversation I had earlier. One of them is Final Fantasy, the original Final Fantasy. Uh, nice. was definitely a, a large stuff. part of my... Uh, my childhood, I, I remember very specifically that game was a little grindy. <laughs> like, um, you know, you had you had to grind up your characters, uh, otherwise you'd have no chance. But the characters were really cool. It really set kind of the groundwork for what the series was going to be. You know, you got the warrior and the black mage and white mage and uh, monks and stuff. But I remember my dad. <laughs> so he he was working nights at time uh, at at the time, and I would be playing the game, and then he would come home from work uh way early in the morning before we even woke up and he would grind my characters a little bit whoa that's cool so, so and i knew he was doing it it wasn't any kind of like mystery or anything but you know, i'd wake up and my characters would all be like 15 levels higher and that was actually how i eventually beat that game now at the point that i was beating that game that was not you know that that was not when i first played it but you know that the music still really sits with me um mm. i can't hear some of the songs from that game without, you know, getting a smile on my face. So that, that's definitely one of them. Uh, another one I want to mention for sure is, uh, Zelda two links awakening yes. or nice. <laughs> links awakening, uh, links adventure. <laughs> links awakening is a completely different game. Um, <laughs> adventure of link. So that game, you, again, the title screen music is just utterly phenomenal. I, I remember he playing that game, I did not beat it until much, much later. Like uh, when I was in like college, I eventually played it again and, and uh, ended up beating it. But I remember my dad beating it. It's one of my first memories, actually. I remember what it was like um, when he's fighting against, you know, spoilers of a very old game, uh, fighting against <laughs> Shadow Link at the end and getting the, the Triforce at the very end. I, I remember all of it pretty vividly. So that that's definitely up there in, in my list. And... Again, I, I just mentioned another game that's still way high on my list of important games. So, you know, as far as shaped <laughs> me. And the last one I want to say is probably Mega Man 2. Uh, oh. Just, again, very specifically, remember that. <laughs> remember the music from it. Remember the gameplay. Uh, probably one of the first games I beat somehow. I have no idea how that happened. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just awesome game for reasons that everyone knows already. So, 
probably those three are are one of them is is likely at least one of my first games I ever ever played, and um, all three would still be you know kind of near and dear to my heart. No, nice. those are those are really good choices, and you know, thank you for sharing that. I mean, it's it's these kind of moments that you have, and especially with your dad, like who is also a very prominent gamer like yourself and it, it's 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 good to hear and i mean it, it the nostalgia just hits really hard to home and i it's it's always nice to hear about that and sergio you're next what is same question go for it <laughs> so i know for a fact that the games that i remember the most are not exactly the ones i first played when i got my nes i got it with super mario brothers the, the first one the original in I don't really remember playing that one. Actually, I know for sure as soon as I got Mario 3, I played that one way more. And <laughs> I remember that game a lot just showing me the magic, the whimsy of video games. And, you know, playing the levels, discovering different routes, and just having a ton of fun. Even with, even just showing other people how to play, letting them go at the controller. And Yeah, for sure, Mario 3. But one that actually stands out to me even more than that is the original Kung Fu. Oh, I played that game a lot. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I remember it a lot, and I think the reason why, and the special reason why I still feel somewhat connected to that game is because it was really challenging. Yeah. Um, I, guess it's, I guess even more so at, at that age, you know. I was around four or five, and I remember telling myself, you know, you can beat this. There, there's another floor above. <laughs> Keep going. And... <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I always remember this game being very challenging, but also sort of inspiring me to keep going, to try harder, to get to the next floor, to get to the next level. So I, whenever I think of the NES, I think of that game for sure, like first. <laughs> that, that's hilarious. I haven't heard anybody talk about that game in a very long time. But <laughs> it, like low key, it was one of my favorite games to play. Just, I don't know. It was, it was. It, it was just so silly like the yeah. whole thing was silly like the the little dudes that would come up and like be really annoying and such it, a good game if you, if you haven't yep. checked out kung fu please at least give it a look it's really funny definitely yeah and you know again thank well thank you sergio for sharing that i mean i share the same sentiments with super mario bros 3 uh you know when i started playing it like when i was i think three or four i I just remember some of the things like I think I mentioned before how I was very intimidated by the hills having eyes and I didn't know like what that I didn't know if that was an actual thing. It turns out it's not. Hopefully, it is that so that's a, that's actually a true thing. I mean, you've mentioned that a couple of things, but you were actually scared of the the little dots on the hills in the background. Yeah, because it was just like man, like why? Oh are wow, you watching okay. me? Yeah, it was. I always thought, I always just thought you were joking. I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. It. it no, no jokes. No jokes here. <laughs> Joe, no. <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> no. For a moment, I was trying to think of how to say it like that. But Nokes? Like, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry step, to everyone listening. I need to step away, need to step away from it. Uh, no, I'm back. But <laughs> Nokes. All right. Put down the book. But oh, That's going yeah. to the hashtags for this one for there sure. There we go. And... That and the angry sun. You know the ang- you remember the angry sun. Oh yeah. I, I'm like, 
I'm thinking like, why is it so angry? Why why is it chasing me down? And I thought maybe I could touch it, and I touched it, and I died. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> guess I guess it's not. Well, I mean, you not a good decision. <laughs> in in your defense, I mean, we have we have a lot of experience touching sons and having good uh, experiences. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, oh man, but I just I just remember I have this very um, clear memory of me playing world two the desert levels when i was four and i would just sit not not five feet away i was literally like probably three feet away from the tv and i just like <laughs> well, that's about as long up. as the cord was <laughs> pretty much right and i was like whoa and i was just playing and then, you know i would take a break every now and then and you know go over to where my parents were watching you know chinese channels on the tv and then i you know was bored after like five minutes <laughs> and then i just went back <laughs> Went back to playing Super Mario Bros. Three, um, and but now I did mention before that my mom taught me how to play video games, and I I cannot remember the moments I played Super Mario Bros. One, so I'm not going to use that. But the one game that definitely had a huge impact on me as a gamer, uh, one of the games is Super Mario Kart, and like mm-hmm. it, it just really gave me that sense of like, okay, well. It's not about having, and I've mentioned this before, it's not about having a hero or a villain. It's just like a bunch of characters trying to race with, that, that look kind of wacky, cartoony, and just, um, or I guess just you know, very, they're just very stylized in a way where it's, you know, it's charming, and they have they throw bananas and shells, and like, I didn't even know the concept before, but I really like the Mode 7, like, look of it back in the day. It's just, I... And the music too. The music's up with me for the longest time. I mean, I mentioned Chaco Island one. Okay, that's yes. like one of my favorite pieces of music, and and that paved the way for me to, you know, just appreciating those sort of games. Racing games will always have a special place in my heart, especially oh. arcade, arcade, arcade racing games like Super Mario Kart. You know, it's just a bunch of fun, and even though I play it a lot on my own like i just try to keep getting better and you know in fact now i don't have it with me right now but i have it at work i have this pearl p-e-r-l-e this like sort of art thing that has a stand and it actually has a picture it's a it's it's koopa troopa it's koopa troopa in a (laughs) in his cart you know from super mario kart i'll I'll definitely show it to y'all in the discord so you know keep on the lookout for that or i can actually post it on our next post on instagram but you know it's it, it makes and it's it's actually that was the first character I used when I first started oh. playing that game. So that's why I got that one on Etsy. I I don't remember the, the seller, but if I do, I'll definitely link it to y'all. But yeah, I it was just really nice. And then you know when you start playing more Super Mario Kart, you know you you start to get better with it, and you'll, you use characters like Bowser and Donkey Kong. Those are the you know the top heavy you know slow acceleration but top speed characters and. You know, I had a lot of fun with those. I just had a lot of fun with all the characters. I mean, because it was just nice to... Every, everybody is different. The way they sort of, you know... When I, I guess drift. I mean, because you can't really do a boost in Super Mario Kart. Oh, but they, uh, they feel a lot different. They do, yeah. And I just... I still love that feeling. And of just being able to slide a little bit and try to get your bearings on the on the course. You know, the counter steering and all that. And I just really enjoyed it. And, you know, Donut Plains. You know, Mushroom Kingdom. Mushroom Kingdom? Or Mushroom... I cannot believe I'm. Is it Mushroom Kingdom the first course? No, it's like Mushroom Mushroom something. Circuit. 
So, sorry, yeah, circuit, mushroom circuit. Okay, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, there was no castle there, so yeah, that makes sense. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and just in Kubutruba Beach. I mean, it's and there's the battle mode. The battle mode was nice, and you know, like I, even though it, it's it's an old game back in the day. Like I still cherish it to this day and it, it definitely has a huge impact still, on me as a gamer. Still among the best battle modes in Mario Kart. It's, it's yes. a really good one. Like it is, really, yeah. really good. It is just extremely well done. And For that to be yeah. kind of an innovative thing at the time, like there, there wasn't that much like that, even in terms of like 3D nope. multiplayer battle things that it's almost kind of a tank game at that point. It, 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 pretty interesting. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And you know, that is, that's the game. And nice. Speaking of games, we got one from Shellshock. You know, what are your first 20 games for the SNES online on Switch? Now, 20 games for each of us is going to be a lot. So we're going to break it down. We're going to just do the first five games. And Sergio, I'm going to start with you. Lieutenant Serge, what are your first five games that you would want? My very first uh, choice, and I'm just assuming that I'm actually able to get it, is Tetris Attack. If I can't get that, I I'll get that one, and I'm done. I I relinquish my other four choices. <laughs> <laughs> I have never respected you Whoa. more than at this moment. That is awesome! Holy shoot! <laughs> oh, I just I just love the formula, and I just don't know why we don't get more of these games. Oh man, and and. You look at the context of the the questions, SNES online, like all of a sudden you have online Tetris. Oh my. Yeah, that would replace Tetris for me. That would do it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wow. Good stuff. All right. I'm I'm easy. Super Metroid. Mm. If any game deserves to be on the system now, I mean, the game's been re-released a few times uh, on virtual consoles and things like that, but... Uh, there are still way too many people who haven't played Super Metroid and need to play it, so please, that would be my number one. That is a great choice, and for me, I would choose Secret of Mana. I have actually okay. nice never played it, um, I and I feel really bad because <laughs> I've heard so much good things about this game, so that would be my f- top choice to have on SNES Classic. All right, Sergio. Yeah, nice. I know you gave back your four choices, but you still got you still, you still got to make them, dude. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So number two would be Star Fox, a classic. Hey, yes. okay, right. always a fun go. time. Yes. So not not too sure about Star Fox Two. I I played it on the SNES Mini. It's weird, but man. I mean for sure. Oh yeah, no, I actually kind of like it because I know it's like in command. I, for I the like DS. it too, but it's weird. <laughs> Space <laughs> but dragons. Yeah. The first Star Fox, it's it's always a classic. Always. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, again, obvious choice: Super Mario World. Have to. Uh, nice. Probably my uh, my favorite actual 2D Mario game, and my favorite style in Mario Maker. So there you go. Nice. Nice. Good stuff. I'm gonna go with Kirby Superstar. You know, I, that was actually the first Kirby game I've ever played. I was so obsessed to a point where I actually brought the instruction manual to school and I'd show it off to my friends. I don't know why I did that, <laughs> but I was so obsessed with this. this, this damn game and i i was talking about how you can like swallow things and people and all that or not people well characters and just be able to <laughs> you know take away their powers or pretty much learn their powers and be able to use them and oh it's i don't <laughs> i don't know why i was so obsessed back then but i just i just thought it was just a nice charming pink 
fluffer ball of just <laughs> awesomeness. I, I don't even know if fluffer ball is actually a word, but no. if it is, <laughs> we'll, we'll make it a word today. But right. yeah, Kirby Superstar. Mm-hmm. Nice. So next one on my list is going to be sub- Super Punch-Out. Ooh. Oh, good choice. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you know, it's fun. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, I would gravitate more towards the original. But for sure, like, whenever I play Super Punch-Out, it's like, oh, yeah, this one is it's also a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Apparently, I'm Captain Obvious on this one. Uh, Zelda Link to the Past. So Ooh. it has to be on there. And Yes, yes. It's not, It honestly, it's not my favorite Zelda game, but it has to be on there because it set the groundwork for what Ocarina was going to be. And yes. I mean, you could you can easily form an argument around how it's the best 2D Zelda, either that or uh, Link's Awakening pretty much have to mm-hmm. take that one, I think. Um, I don't know. Great game. So there you go. Nice. I'm gonna go with Final Fantasy two or Final Fantasy four. Oh, I did not expect I, you to pick that one. I I would I you know and I I really would want to play it again. I think even though it's even though it's not my favorite Final Fantasy, it's still one of my favorite just top twenty games. Uh, I just love the the story of you know Cecil going through his journey from dark to light. That sort of spiel with his transformation and the characters. I mean, Kane, like his dragoon sort of self, and you know, all that. You know, going back and forth, his his love for Rosa. I'm I'm gonna go into spoilers. I don't want to do that anymore. So, um, by far my favorite. Um, let me th- think on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna say it. My favorite RPG. Like, just period, flat mm-hmm. out. That's oh. it. it. And it is a very solid choice for that. So. Final Fantasy 2. Excuse me, Final Fantasy 4. <laughs> hey, if, if it's Super Nintendo, it actually is Final Fantasy 2, so there you go. That, that, that is true, yeah. Right. Next one for me is going to be Yoshi's Island. Yes! Yes. <laughs> Thanks for taking yes. the other obvious one, I think. I, was gonna... <laughs> I mean, the music alone, it, it is my favorite Yoshi game. It's one of my favorite Mario games, if we kind of include them in the mix. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I play that so many times and, and love that every time. Mm. legitimately that would have been my next one (laughs) (laughs) um gonna go slight curveball here mega man x probably x2 i would say Mm. uh just the mega man x series i think is the best way to play mega man to be honest so and those two are are excellent uh four is my favorite in the series but i think i'm probably in the minority there so definitely x or x2 whichever one it doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I still have to play those games, so ah, oh, gosh, I need to catch up. But nice, I, I mean, you know, this is coming. Super Mario Kart, like with with multiplayer, <laughs> hell yeah! Oh my god, I was wondering I, if you were gonna forget to leave it on your list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not forgetting after this the one. Uh, after the last conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Kevin, are you gonna include it? Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely including this one. I mean, it's a it's a prominent game in my life. It's a prominent series in all video game history so smk all day yeah super mortal Kombat. all right sergio oh. you're number five <laughs> yeah. nice so i want a fighting game i i don't play those much often <laughs> so uh, the my first choice would be mortal Kombat 2 but oh, i think okay. killer instinct would be more likely mm. i i actually like killer instinct a lot it <laughs> i don't know it it's a silly game that's a good choice yep. it's uh um, 
I'm going to go with the... Goodness, this gets hard in a, in a hurry here. I'm going to go with Mario RPG. And I, I, I think yes. it has oh, to be gosh. included just as probably one of the other favorite RPGs in, in, in my book. I think it's a, a wonderful game, so I think it has to be on there. Let's let's go to seven each. Let's let's actually do the, the top twenty because this is getting too hard. Yeah, we're gonna go with top seven. So my fifth choice would be Mario Paint. I oh, I've okay. never actually played it. Oh. I've seen videos of it from Angry Video Game Nerd and other prominent YouTube uh people and it's just yeah, I, I just like the fact that you're able to just paint on like in as a game and be able to create your music in different stylized, you know, Super Mario sort of icons and all that from different characters. I mean, it, it's pretty nice. So I would definitely go with that. Mario Paint. Yeah. Nice. Next one on my list, The Lost Vikings. Oh, interesting choice. <laughs> yeah, I, I just really remember liking it. Like it was a, one of those like thinking puzzle games. And it's probably, yeah, I, I, I think it's one of the first that I played in that genre. And I really, I really liked it. Nice. Uh, I think I have to throw in Street Fighter 2. Uh, yeah. Pretty much nice. any variation on it. And just to serve, like, there were definitely two different styles of fighting games. And I think you, I think you do best if you include them both. So, yeah, Street Fighter. Yes, for sure. <laughs> we could do that. <laughs> we could, but the next game has nothing to do with Street Fighter for me. It's um, Harvest Moon. I, I would. I've okay. actually never Ooh. played Harvest Moon before. Um, and uh, two games that you haven't played on your on your must have list. Neat. I, I yeah. I mean, it, isn't that? It's it's ridiculous. I, I it's, I, it's a game it's that, fine if you want it yeah. on the system. That's great. That's a great reason to have it on the system, actually. Yeah, because I want to. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to miss out on this again. So I think Harvest Moon would be awesome, and especially coming from playing Stardew Valley on both PC and on the Switch. Like, I mean, why not? Like, gotta go play the game that started all. So, Farm Sim, hell yeah! So that's my game. Nice. Mm-hmm. My last pick is going to be the original Donkey Kong Country. Yep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so why that one over two is my only question. I guess because that's the one I rented. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did play two a little bit, but I, I played the first one way more. I know mm. they're both really good, though. And even three, I would say that, that one was okay. Yeah, three gets a lot of hate, but I actually liked it. Yeah. I like three. <laughs> I, I really liked th- I mean, it was just... I, yeah, goodness. I, I can't choose a favorite between the Donkey Kong countries, but I mean, I like them all equally, so. Well, I mean, I think this is one of those weird series that I actually think the modern ones are better than the old ones, so I think Tropical mm. Freeze is yeah. the best one at this point. Right. Um, But of the classic ones, probably two for me, oh, but they're all right, very right. close. They're yes. all very, very mm. close. So that was mostly just me uh, <laughs> being curious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, last pick is super hard here. Uh, let's go to ten. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, I'm gonna give it to Earthbound, and yes. we've already got a lot of RPGs oh, on there, nice. so I, I'm not sure I want to do that again. But Earthbound is this strange, quirky, nostalgic game that I've talked about before, and I think it I think it definitely deserves its place in in Nintendo history, and I think it needs to be preserved. Yes, definitely. Good choice, and you know, 
I thought about F Zero. I'm not gonna choose it. I'm sorry. That's surprising. I, oh, I, wow. I am not. I, that's right. You heard it on this. episode. But you did put a sequel on there, so you're good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of course. I mean, you know, it, it, it counts. <laughs> I'm never gonna my, let that die. Oh, <laughs> um, I know, I know. But you know, it was a close one to my seventh pick would be Chrono Trigger. I mean, okay. It, 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 that gotta have that RPG. I mean, it was way ahead of its time. The music, the characters. The battle sequences, Secret of the Forest, that one piece that I really, really like, and ah man, it's 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 a gem. It has to be on the SNES Classic. It just has to be. If it's not, I don't know. But something's gonna happen. I don't know. It's just, I'm just gonna be sad. <laughs> it just gotta be. <laughs> yeah, there there you go, Shell. You asked for twenty games, we gave you twenty one. So mm-hmm. <laughs> there there you go. I'm going with a question by Shy Guy. Shy Guy asks, you have to get a gaming-related tattoo on your arm so that it's easily seen <laughs> while you go. wear a t-shirt. What do you get and why? I wow. really hoped you would go with this one. Yeah, that's a, that's a great pick. Hey, hey, Kevin, go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. Wow. You know, dang, that is... Whew, boy, boy. I, I mean, gosh, that is that is really hard. You know what? Just on the top of my head, I'm gonna go with the Blue Falcon. I'm in, in a, oh in wow, a, okay, oh. angle <laughs> with my favorite Desm- number. Despite the famous snub of the Blue Falcon from the SNES online system, no, we are good. We're, we're gonna, actually going with the tattoo there. I'm gonna go with it because, <laughs> yeah, and you know, I it, it's stunning. It's sweet. It's slick. You know, but I wouldn't. I want to get it in that blue. It would be a different kind of blue, like maybe different shades of blue, and like like it's as if it were part one with the ocean. And then I, I thought about this. You know, you would well. I I thought about it for the the last ten seconds, but you know, it would it would be <laughs> hey, that's enough to... for a blue falcon tattoo. <laughs> Book it. It would. Well, <laughs> so it would have my favorite number two. And it would have more of an ocean theme as the, you know, just the whole hovercraft look. And it would hover over an ocean and would have just waves just coming left and right. And <laughs> and it would be pixelated just enough so that it's like, oh, wow. Oh, that harkens back to SNES days. Fancy. Yeah. And then... That's all I got. <laughs> so that's what I went <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and, and then I'm done. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't quite get that one, but sure. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, for me, like speaking honestly, if, if it has to be visible and it has to be visible if I'm wearing a shirt, it is very, very hard for me not to choose a Triforce on the back of the right hand. <laughs> it would be extremely hard not whoa, to do whoa, that. Whoa, 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 one second. Right hand? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm right-handed, so whatever. Uh, oh, oh, no. The... <laughs> oh, right, because Link is left-handed. Yeah. Yes. And mm. that actually makes me wonder what he is in Breath of the Wild. That oh. is an interesting call. So it... <laughs> So it's it's weird because it seems to be on your dominant hand. Uh, you you actually made me look this up, so thanks, I guess. But uh, <laughs> so it is on Link's according to the the Smash Melee intro. It is on Link's left hand, Zelda's right hand, and Ganon's right hand. So 
take your pick. Oh. I guess I don't. Oh. I don't know. So whatever. Anyways, it would be it would be very hard to not pick that. Uh, if I wasn't gonna go with that, I would have to go with you know if I, if I was ever actually gonna get a tattoo, I would want it to mean something. Um, which honestly, the Triforce kind of would. But yes, mm. if if not that, then I would want to get something from a game that actually like meant something important and then you're talking things like celeste maybe a strawberry somewhere <laughs> you know um or, Ooh, that'd be good or or maybe even like one of the actual characters or something in in the pixel format or uh, you know there's there's a few things here and there a crystal from final fantasy would be way up there for the <laughs> this is a very final fantasy friendly show uh <laughs> That would be way up there too. Just something, something like that, as to kind of serve as a reminder of something positive. Um, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I, I think probably Triforce. <laughs> That's <laughs> because, a, because I'm, choice. I'm a top tier nerd here. Yep. Shout out to nerds. Shout out to all the nerds. You got three right here. You know, and <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's it's all good. And I I think that's a great choice. Triforce. Um, I, I, I had a feeling you might choose that one just because I know how much you love the Legend of Zelda series. So, you know, kudos I have to you. Famously called it my favorite video game series, and I'll back that one up. There we go. <laughs> nice. I remember growing up as a Zelda fan, like a huge Zelda fan, also wanting a Triforce, but on the back of my left hand. <laughs> but you know what? You make a good point. There are right handed links, and I guess it just depends on what the story calls for. <laughs> Typical Nintendo answer, <laughs> but I, I am left-handed, so yeah. If that was that was back then, though. Now, yeah, it has to be KK slider. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. If I'm getting a go. KK slider tattoo, I'm going all out, and I'm getting like thirty or so. <laughs> what? Or I can also tattoo 30? my eyebrows to look like him. <laughs> oh. Oh wow. Okay. Dang, that is. <laughs> okay. You know what? If I that, have to. If that I is. Have. Okay, that, I mean, you are the number one KK Slider fan in the world, undisputed. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> oh, I have to prove it now. Yeah, you gotta prove it. You gotta prove it. I mean, you have a book. You have a. You have an album of pictures from Animal Crossing. I mean, there there is no one I know in the world that that has this. So I mean, by default, number one KK Slider fan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah tattoos i mean it's that there we go those are our choices <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh yeah look for pictures of those next week should be pretty fun <laughs> uh, we will post those in the discord for anybody interested and you know we definitely we definitely encourage our listeners to you know participate in that you know go get some tattoos guys please don't get tattoos this is not actually happening guys <laughs> well you know yeah, <laughs> I, th- I forgot what I was gonna say, but yeah, what what Daryl said. And... <laughs> I I with you know we got to that point. I think it's time to wrap the show. <laughs> yeah, Sergio, <man>. save us. <laughs> well, it is time to jump out of here. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, you may want to join our Discord group to see the pictures of our tattoos next week <laughs> and share your own. There we go. There's a link to it in the description of this episode. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and on Instagram as Nintendo Jump. We also have a Facebook group. And as always, our episodes are on YouTube. Feel free to leave us a comment about anything we discussed today or any topics that you may want us to hit in one of our upcoming episodes. 
We also take your feedback via social media or via email at nintendojumppodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support the show, the best way to do so is through our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash nintendojump. And the next best way to support our show would be by leaving us a review on your podcast application of choice. We would mm. really appreciate it. Once again, this is Sergio, and on behalf of Daryl and Kevin, thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Bye-bye. See you guys. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Yes, you. This sounds super weird with the music playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just go with it. Nice. Uh.